We're live on the Weirdos Only podcast. Today we have, wait, never mind. We're not, oh yeah, there we go. We're live on the Weirdos Only podcast. I don't know if that first part got recorded. Let's find out. We'll find out later. Um, today we have Norma Durazo, uh, child care specialist, child development, you know, I don't, I don't know. Go something ahead like that. Something early, like that. Early childhood educator, specialist. So what's early childhood and then what's later childhood? Early childhood is anything zero to five. So the early years of baby's life, okay. child's life, um, which I've always found more, um, I don't want to say interesting, but it's just like when they get older, to me, children get more. They become dicks. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. They do talk back a lot more. So, and when they're younger, they're not that they're just like more easily amused, but like really they are. Like there's so much you can just get their attention. Well, from. I think that, like right now, can you name a memory from when you were three? Um. But a memory that you just have, right? Not, not a memory that like uh, your mom's like fuimos acá or whatever. Like no, like a memory that you have. My point is you probably don't, but those years are very formative years. Yes. You know? That's part of it. And, you know, uh, I mentioned the first five years, and that's actually, like, where I work. It's uh, the first five program. Um, because <laughs> it is. Like, it's a great name. It's, uh, it's a great name. The first five years are, you know, the child's brain is, like, 90% developed by the time they're five, like, uh, by the time you're an adult. So yeah. they're really important and how... It really set you up. Like whenever you do go to like therapy, like, oh, they always ask about my childhood. It's like, well, yeah, because that's how you form your first attachment. So if you didn't yeah. have a secure attachment with your parents growing yeah. up, it's probably going to set you, you up for... Have you studied attachment styles? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Oh, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> no, no, I mean, you know, obviously, no, you know, let's, uh, but yeah, those, um, have you ever read uh, Gabor Mate? No. So I would recommend, because he, he talks about it's starting in the womb. Yeah. Like if your mom was in a very, like, and that's why a lot of like, uh, a lot of firstborns are different than like second, because the first one's like, there's, there's a lot of stress around it. Right. You're like, whether it's planned or unplanned, it's your first one. You're like, how's this going to go? What is this going to look like? You know, like it's, it's different. It's a different vibe, you right. know, and maybe it could be you're young, you're not financially stable yet. And you're trying to get your shit together because you're going to have a kid. And then the second one usually is like, okay, we're going to plan this and we know what it's like. We're not as scared. So a lot of that development starts in the womb of like, what was the environment like when that baby was being developed? Yeah. So, I mean, you do start forming that attachment while the baby's in the belly, So Yeah. Yeah. And so there's just so much, I guess in his, his story, um, and he's like, he does a lot of stuff for ADHD and stuff like that, but also he talks all about trauma. His story was his mom you were in the Holocaust and his mom gave him away to a stranger. Like, you know, there was this guy, his name was Hitler. And he was like, Hey, I don't like you guys. Right. And then, you know, but anyways, he went and his mom was like getting swoop, you know, sweet, sweet, is it sweet, swoop, swoop, <laughs> sweeped up. They were in, in a sweep of like, you know, this. And so the mom just like gave, gave him to, and he was like a baby. He was like, I don't know if he was months or something. And, you know, that for him was a, an attachment thing, you know, like it was, it was a whole, it, it, that creates a thing. Like, even though it's like you were a baby, um, another one, 
uh, is a good example is the Unabomber. Again, I don't know if he's a good example, but it's a good example in the development. Supposedly, as a kid, he had like a sickness or something, like as a baby. Okay. And he had to be quarantined, which is very fitting to what we're doing now. Right. But he was literally quarantined to where they couldn't even hold him. Yeah. For like months. Uh-huh. And he became the Unabomber. Yeah, well, you know? if we want and, to keep going back to history and like research, there's a... Uh, um, the whole research on the, I think they're Romanian orphanages that mm-hmm. kids literally like died from being depraved of love and care and yeah. being held. Yeah, but it wasn't their study where they like they they specifically they're like we're not gonna touch that kid, we're just gonna give food and we're not gonna give it human interaction. I know there is I don't one know out about there. Children, because that doesn't sound very ethical. But uh, there's definitely one with monkeys. There, and that one, it's like a different countries do different things. So, and then also the times. Like, yeah. you know, back in the days, I mean, they had those studies where they separated twins back in the days, like, oh, let that one go this way, let that one go that way, let's I see know. what happens. <laughs> and they were like, fuck it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but it all comes down to, like, we need, like, human interaction, even, like, human touch. That's why people, yes. like, going back to, like, being quarantining during this time, in this pandemic, uh, especially people who either live by themselves. Um, yeah. This just came up in a recent conversation uh, with some other people at work, but just how I don't know like one of the the main person that was talking <laughs> she's uh, my reflective supervisor at work yeah. and she was saying that for the first few months of the pandemic she was all by herself and then you know eventually she saw her sister for her birthday and she got a hug from her and she just started crying and she's like man I didn't realize I haven't been like held by anybody else like in any yeah in any way and so it kind of just came back to like how we like receive I mean, some, love, how we show love. Some don't, people don't have that human interaction even without quarantine. You know? Yeah. And yeah. Like they have it they have those intimacy issues, you know, uh-huh. because of where or whatever, you know. It's like and it's hard when because I feel like I have like I, I'm weird sometimes like, oh I'll touch and you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um but I want like I try to open up to certain people that are maybe more touchy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when I went to college, um, you know, I joined a fraternity, obviously, oh. you know, you know, that's how we met. And so, but it was weird to me to like go like sleepovers and then sleep in a room with all these guys <laughs> naked. Like what? Is this what fraternities are? No, but like, no, but yeah, it was like, I was used, I only had one brother. Right. So my, me and my brother never shared a bed or like I had my own space, you know, like we weren't rich by any means, but we at least had our own space. Right. You know, even if we shared a room, like we had our own beds, you know, but that was a carpenter. So maybe that helped too. Like, uh, you know, (laughs) but I mean, like that was a, that was a transition for me. Right. Of like, and then learning new people, right. Like you come from different places, different attachments, guys that are very like, Hey man, bro, like, I love you. And they're like chilling there with their arm around you. You know, my dad was such a homophobe to be like, Oh, like this is so, oh my God. Like it's just, you know, yeah. And you're, you're still a kid and you're, you're in college and you're, yeah. you know, when you're young. And so like, to me, it was never like, Oh, like I was never just chill with my brother and just hug him. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It was like, a, if I was hugging my brother, it's, it's a thing, you know, like even now I don't like, we're just very like, Oh, you know, hey, like, man. yeah, what's up? Like <laughs> even my mom, like, Hey, come now, or I'm leaving, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and some people are like, and I'm like, we didn't grow up like that. And then when I went to Mexico, it was confirmed. I was like, my whole family's like this. I was like, okay, I'm not like, I'm not crazy. So they weren't I, touched even there. 
No, they were like, show up, be like, okay, I'm a boy. And they, okay, I'm not a mija. Yeah. You know? Well, sometimes, like, I, in my experience, too, it's like, oh, there's just so many, uh, <laughs> so many yeah, people yeah. now. Oh, like, yeah. It's better just say, no, like, but there's families like, where they're like, no, 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 ¿dónde vas? Yeah, yeah. Dormimos juntos anoche. <laughs> and I'm like, what? No, the first time I heard that, I was like, ew. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking Whenever about? I do say with my grandma's, I, I think she only her and my mom, I will, like, give a kiss in the morning. But it's, everyone is like, I, buenos días. Yeah, like, even yeah Not everyone is there but it is it is a thing yeah that's so funny <laughs> yeah no it's it uh it's i i it was confirmed for me i was like oh it's like this, these are my people like you know what i mean these are like you know because i can deal with other families and, together. yeah you know I, I don't know if it's also because of the pandemic too you know i was there during yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the end of it but i don't know it just seemed like yeah my cousins were just very like you know like it was we were cool and everything but it wasn't like oh mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, just it. It again, and then like it's just more like, man, these are my people. Like it's just I don't. It, that was I guess that was another part of it is I don't need to be anybody. They don't know. They don't know this. They don't know I have a podcast. They don't know that my car isn't the newest car. They don't know. They just know that I'm family. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And, ya comiste, mijo. That's it. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? And like for me, like my aunt's like, no, les quiero comprar. La cena, and I'm like, you're not paying, you know, no, no, yo quiero comprar, yo quiero pagar, and I'm like, no, like, what this costs, like, I'm not rich by any means, but what this costs to me and what it costs to you is a right. big fucking difference, you know, like, yeah. I mean, they're, like I said, they're not rich by any means, my, my, my aunt has a little puesto, but I like, think, you know, like, you know, ever since we were talking about, like, touch and everything, I just kept coming in, like, in my brain, I was thinking about, like, the, the, the love languages, you know, some people like really do express, and I do find myself now that's why, like, you know, or am I seeing more people? And I, I am kind of touch, just like like a touch on the arm, yeah, just like a little squeeze. It's like, yeah, I'm finding that that's how I like to express. Is that I how do. you like to receive? Um, no, I'm more of a words of affirmation. Yeah, I am, you know, tell me how great I am. <laughs> yeah, no, and then it's not even like, and then also people like I think people take it very either literal or very like. Well, I'm not gonna do acts of service, or I'm not gonna do, you know what I mean? Touch. I'm just gonna tell her, oh, hey, fuck, you look pretty, or hey, yeah, good job. And it's like, it's like, yeah, it's not the same, bro. <laughs> like, you have yeah. to have. There has to be a, a you know, like, like it has to be feeling behind. It, it has to be genuine, you know. Yeah, because there's like two steps. You can identify what your love language is and what your partner's love language is, and they could stop there, and it wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. Because you're not, uh, like you said, it's not gonna be like genuine them to try to be like oh yeah. what she really likes to be touched or even just like hugged every time or whatever yeah. if i don't try to do it then even though i know that's her love language i'm, I'm not going to do anything because it doesn't feel comfortable to me yeah i'm really weird at like and i don't know if that's like i would say not my love language <laughs> but then i i dated somebody that was very much words of affirmation like that was the way they expressed uh -huh. and then like even just like even just like from somebody telling me thank you I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I don't like, like, yeah, you know, you know, that's it. Like, I don't, I can't just go, you're welcome. It's very, it's something I've worked on and I, I think I'm better at it now. But, but like, you, you I have, guess. You feel uncomfortable when people. Yeah. Like, but I want that. The irony is I like, if I do something, I like, I do it because, you know, but I, that's the whole thing is like me of like me thinking I have to do things in order for me to, to get, to get love. Like, cause, cause okay. that's how it was. Like you have the, to earn it. Yeah. Like I have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the next, like, like, oh, you did that shit yesterday, bro. Like 
I don't love you today because you haven't done anything. And so that's why I'm like, whole. and then, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that that's definitive. Now I understand those things, obviously we've been talking about them, but now I know like, Hey, you know what? Like, like say like a, when you look back on a relationship or something, it's like, wait, no, I was good. And I did this and I did X, Y, and Z. It can't just be me. Like they have to pull their weight too. But I always feel like I have to, you know, and that's where I have to like pull back a little bit. Like, Hey, you know what? Like if they don't do X, Y, and Z, it's not about me anymore, right? It's not about I have to do things to get love. It's like I did plenty and I expressed myself and you know. Yeah. Am I triggering you? I feel like I'm <laughs> <laughs> No, I think um I think that's something I'm working on too. Because well, you may or may not know, you know, yeah. I got out of a relationship, like a really long term relationship, like back in like earlier this year, like March. So it's been an interesting year. Uh, for everybody for everybody yeah. and just add that on top one of the things that i learned you know and also like through going to therapy is that i think i'm very giving and i think that's you know one thing i'm working on with my therapist is like it's okay to be how i am in a relationship the type of girlfriend or partner that i am so like yeah you know, and like to give and to just be loving and kind of like doing all these things like that. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem comes when like the other person is not like you said, it's not meeting you there or it's not uh, doing the same thing or it's not showing you. And that's where I kind of like have that I'm yeah. still working that part out. Like, oh, it's not anything that I could have done anything more of. It's like maybe that just wasn't the partner for me. Well, yeah. And I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit because I think this is, and this is what I like when, when therapists do do that, when they push you, you know, I don't know if your therapist is doing it, but because uh, my therapist also was like, also, are you doing things with an expectation? You know, and a lot of people are like, no, 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 I'm not, I don't expect anything. But then they'll be like, but I do expect him to do this, or I do expect because yeah. I did this, he should do that. It's like, like, I'm, I'm also a very giving person, you know, but I've got, I, I realized that I also don't, I, now that I'm more mature, I've, like you said, gone to therapy as well, that I, I'm a giving person. I'm giving to you. I don't expect shit. Yeah. And I try to make, not make it very clear. Like, look, I'm giving you this, but I don't expect shit. No. But like, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, but like, it's, it's like, Hey, like, like, for example, like, I like, I like to cook. I like to, and I like, like for like, like birthdays or something. I like to like, I give a, I like to give a thoughtful gift or a practical gift. That's usually uh -huh. either or like a you know, practical or thoughtful, like, you know, but just because you gave me, you know, for you, you don't, you're not a very gifting person. And then maybe you just like, Hey, let's go to this game or let's go to, on this trip. That's, that's the way you do it. I don't expect. Well, I gave you a $500 or whatever. Like, no, that was my choice. That was yeah. my choice for me to do that. You know? And even like I said, well, I picked you up from work. You should, you, sh you should be picking me up from work. It's like, no, no, no. Like you do things because you want to do them. And a lot of people, it, especially if they don't communicate that, then it builds this whole resentment, right? Like, like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I do so much for you. I do this for you. You don't even realize it. I organized your shoes. I'm like, nobody yeah. told you to do that. Nobody told you to do that. And also, like, you shouldn't just expect for me, especially if this hasn't communicated. Like, you shouldn't uh -huh. just expect like, oh, well, I should, I should vacuum then. No, at least communicate. Hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. Can you do that? If that's what you want. Okay, I can or I can. I think that that's where a lot of people lose that of like, you know, well, I do so much, and you know what? I don't deserve this. It's like, well, wait, this was never communicated. You know what I mean? So that yeah. sometimes, sometimes becomes an issue. Sometimes it is communicated. Yeah, it is. Sometimes it is. Uh, 
sometimes they're yeah, reciprocated. reciprocated or understood you know yeah. what I mean it's like yeah no and that's that's completely true but I think that I just don't I don't want to just make myself the victim all the time either you know like just to be you know but I actually my problems on the opposite I'm just like you know oh yeah fuck I'm the I'm the problem you know <laughs> what I mean like I'm not, I'm not the victim here you know and you know it comes from you know like I said figuring it out you know because I know for like for me it was it was like taking my dad was sick when I was a kid so it was always taking care of him and he was the priority yeah you know what I mean even though I was a kid he was the priority you know what I mean because was sick or something was going on or you know he's the priority and so and my dad always he also i i you know rest in peace but i feel like my dad was all didn't have the tools either you know and had kind of you know emotional immaturity to where like he would get mad and my dad would stop talking to me or something like oh because he was pissed off at me you know yeah. which is not good like you don't do that to your kid you know right? like but like you said like he didn't know any different we yeah coming back to like our like we don't learn nonetheless you got to unlearn these like things that came into your brain when you oh, were a yeah. kid and you know it's just like even though like oh i know what happened and then like but i think this culture of unlearning is kind of has just been being um what's it called has been happening <laughs> like the last few years i don't know if it's just like with my own awareness it's like oh it's not like what i know it's like what i need to unlearn about whether it's just like being well, you need to learn to unlearn like the, you know traditional roles and like what i want and even just like how we resolve conflicts it's like yeah. just because you've been doing this forever doesn't mean you're not capable of doing it differently now that you know better like a lot of our parents don't have a the social emotional competence yeah to do all of that yeah it's up to us yeah we are we are the change we are breaking the cycle yeah, and I, th I think too many people fall back on it, you know? Like, too many people are like, well, you know, that's how my family is. With certain things, yeah, like, hey, yeah, we don't, we don't say hi in that sort of way, which is fine to me. But it's like, oh, no, we're assholes. It's like, you know, it's like, that's not cool. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. different. Those are like, you know, oh, you know. So I think it's, it's figuring out where... They, and I've had those conversations too with my mom, like, hey, this is what I'm, not everybody's going to do the work and not everybody's going to meet you there either. That's yeah. another thing, you know, some people are just going to, they're not ready or they're, and I mean, I, I've gone to like workshops and stuff like that. So like, like I said, I try to feed myself as much information so I can be a resource and just know enough too. But I've been to these, well, there's like 50 year old people, 60 year old people that are saying things that I was saying five years ago. And then I'd look at that. I'm like, wow, like that could have been me at 50, but right. that now that's me at 25 because mm -hmm. I did some of this work and I pushed myself and I, you know, so I'm like thankful for that, you know, because I do look back on like other relationships or other people. I'm like, man, I fucked that up, you know? Yeah. And yes, they had their part, but I realized what I did in that role as well. You yeah. know, that and like, that's how we can really do kind of learn from what our past experiences whether they were positive or negative or hurtful, you just have to be like, okay, choosing for that not to happen again. <laughs> so yeah. what can I do? What was my part? What did I play in that? So I'm not going to go into that again. Or, or that worked really well. I'm going to yeah. do that, more of that. Boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have somebody that's coming on and talk about boundaries. I'm really bad at boundaries. Makes sense now. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, it's, it's like... Because like, I feel like, oh, I'm, I'm, again, 
I'm fucking up or something if I'm like, you know, I'm really bad at saying no. Uh-huh. You know, like I said, again, I've gotten better at it. I'm not to say that I'm completely bad right now, but like, I feel bad if I have to tell you no. Yeah. Even if I have to tell you no, like, you know, but I've gotten away. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. That's the thing is I'm really good at shit like that. Like, ew, no, like, like something like that, very direct. Like, uh-huh. no, fuck that. That's stupid. But if it's like, hey, you know, you think you can help me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, or, or, hey, we're going to go do this or something, you know, like, he wants you to come. I'm like, all right, I'll try to go. Like, I'm, I can yeah. just be like, no, I'm not going to go. Unless I have something very solid. Sometimes I'll be like, yeah, I can stop by or, right. you know, I could, I could try to make it work. You know what I mean? And then when other, like, I, I read this thing that was like somebody, she's like, oh, I was, I wrote this book. Um, I think it was Brene Brown. Uh, she's like, I wrote my book and I reached out to my friend and about like, you know, I don't know if it was like help or something or recommendation. And he was like, no, I, you know, I'd rather not or something like that. Uh-huh. And she was kind of like, man, like I realized that I envied him for his ability to say no, no. you know? And for, it was like, oh, it's going to ruin our friendship. It's going to, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was like, yeah, I can't. Like it's, that has nothing to do with like, oh, fuck off. Right. It's just like, I can't do that, uh-huh. you know, or I don't want to do that. All right, cool. You know, but then some people get into the place of like, I can't believe you. It's like you asked and I told you no. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it all comes back to like taking care of yourself. I I'm kinda working on that with work. Why have two jobs? <laughs> so my weekend work the uh the respite care with uh like childcare with the families. I'm super flexible to you know, make the schedule and work whenever I want, especially now that it's become kind of like my second job. And like some days I just don't want to work, and I have to be okay with that. Even though I know the families might need the support, yeah. Like I've had to be okay with saying like, okay, this is my availability for the month. This is what I commit to, and they have the option to get another provider if they need more. So it's not like I'm their only source of like childcare so I have to get okay with that like well I'm sorry like yeah you know I kind of setting my my I don't know limits, I think that's I mean I hear that a lot and I feel that too I think it's a lot it's a Mexican thing too you don't want to be lazy well you now, now you want to be productive like well I'm not doing anything I should just go well you know it's like well that's what you're doing nothing that's your yeah. that's what you're doing today no, it's like I'm, you know I'm getting to the point where this whole summer has been just like, I feel like now, you know, since quote unquote, the, like the San Diego opened up and yeah. I was just doing everything every weekend and now I'm just like, man, I'm tired. <laughs> I need to schedule myself to not have plans and I've been doing the whole, like last weekend. Well, I not have plans anything. and not work either, you know? Yeah, yeah, both. I'm bad at like not doing anything. And last weekend, it was a three day weekend. I didn't see anyone outside my immediate household. <laughs> I didn't make any plans and it yeah. was great and so um like i'm hanging out with you today <laughs> i do work later but tomorrow i don't i have like i don't really have plans and i think that's going to be important for me moving forward like yeah at least one day out of the week i i think for me it's both it's like also just being chill with like not doing anything <clears throat> but also doing things because i think a lot of people are either like very they get into a routine right like they or they get into like Oh, I go do this or I go do that. Like I go to, you know, uh, I go golf on Sundays and then it's just like, you know, it's like their thing or something, or I go to Padre games or I go to, I go to this bar on Thursdays or whatever, you know, for me, it's like, I want to go expand to do different things. 
things, you know, like, like a, like today's the, 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 the art walk, you know, Logan art walk. People are like, yeah, I never heard of it. I'm like, I, I go and I see it. Like I used to go see the, the, on Thursday, sometimes I used to go see the jazz, um, with Vidi and Misael Galvan. He likes, to, he likes to be mentioned. <laughs> um, we went to, um, we went to the little Italy. It was like a whole salsa thing. Right. You know? Oh yeah. Was, like yeah. Thir- last Friday. Yeah. It was like Thursday, Thursday. Oh. I think, yeah. I think it's the last Thursday of the morning. I don't know. Something, but yeah, it was like, yeah, I actually knew the guy, the guy who plays his name is Manny Cepeda. That's really, you yeah. know what? I think because posted it. I saw it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna check it out one day. Yeah, no, and it, it's, but it's, you know, it's like people get weird or, or they're like, oh, well, that, that's such a date spot or something like that. I'm like, just go and experience things. Like, why do you, why do you need a whole reason? You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, I think, or people expect to get invited. Like, if you see, like, I'm like, to me, I maybe because I'm old school, like, but I'm like, if it's on social media. It, that's an open social. invite. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that's an open invite. Yeah. You look at you're such a stalker. I'm like, I literally posted to everybody where I am. Yeah. Like, if, for me to ex- not expect for you to know, like, right. I literally put it out there. Like, this is where I am. Uh-huh. You know, I can't send out invites, but then, oh, hey, Ed's there. Oh shit, I'm down the street. Let me go check it out. Like, right. or whatever. You know, it's like I don't care. Like, what's the, what's the difference? You know what I mean? I've never been a person to put myself in a position to where like. You know, I've never cheated or been that guy who's fucking double life or something that uh, I'm like, oh, here I am, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, come and catch me. Come and catch me. Yeah, but you also mentioned something really important that a lot of people are uncomfortable doing things by themselves. Or like you said, like they need an invite. And yeah. Like for me, like I, <laughs> I always said like this summer, um, I was like, this is my summer of yes. I was like saying yes to everything. I was like, yes, girl, yes, woman. Summer <laughs> of Norma. Summer. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go this or saying yes to myself. You know, I don't need an invite. Um, yeah. So. Yes. Yes. That's why I'm here. Yes. <laughs> I said yes. Yes. No, I mean, I think that's, that, yeah, just having an open mind. I, I mean, as far as doing things by yourself, I, I learned that a long time ago. First, I learned it with the gym. Cause I would go with people or people be like, Hey, like, I know you go to the gym. Like, let me know when you go so we can go together. Ah, it's cause today I can't, I can't until later. I can really only go for an hour. After that, I was like, I'm going by myself right. because yeah. I'm, then I would not go. Is it would get too late or, you know, I'm like, fuck, I should have just gone. Like, wait, you know what? Let me, let me, let me hit you back up in an hour. Let me hit you back and I'll let you know. I'm like, like, fuck yeah, it. I'm, just, I'm just going to go, you know? And that's one thing when I learned it. Then when I started doing comedy, who's going to go do comedy with me? Like, you know what I mean? Who's going to go do stand-up? Like, you know? And I would have friends sometimes. Like, hey, I'm going to go to this show in, like, Orange County. You want to come with me? And they'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll go with you. But either way, if not, I'll go by myself. And that's more, like, career stuff, you know? And, and people, you know, people always talk about, oh, you did this, you did that. It's like, yeah, but I had to push myself to do those things, you know? Like, the podcast, this shit just does, didn't just come about. All this shit costs money. Like, I have to pay. Even, right. even for Zoom, I have to pay for it. Like, yeah. and I have to make that sacrifice, for lack of a better term, right? And it's that like... investment. Yeah, shit just doesn't just happen, right? Like, I didn't just do comedy and while I was doing all these shows with people. Uh-huh. It was a progressive thing. And have, I had to put myself out there. I had to fucking eat a bag of dicks on stage, like, the fucking... Just to make people laugh, literally. literally. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, it's, it's true. It's like... 
it's like you gotta you gotta say yes to things and you gotta i remember when i moved to la i remember the first time i went to like one of the local bars for like two years yeah and but when i went to a bar I was like, I feel like going to a bar. I'm just at home by myself, yeah. you know? And there's bars down the street. I lived in Studio City. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. And I was like, I was at this bar. And I was like, fuck, this is weird. Like, you know, just because I was so used to like college, right? There's tons of people and you know all these people, you know? And so I was sitting at this bar. I wasn't even sitting. I was like standing. So I was like, how do I do that? Do I go to, up to a group <laughs> of people? I yeah, like when I do, go to a group of people. And I remember the first night I just had like a drink or two and I was just talking to the bouncer. <laughs> I was like, hey, so what nights are dope here, bro? I was like, yeah, yeah. like, you're new around here, Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's cool, huh? Yeah. I'm like, all right, we'll go upstairs. And I'm just walking around I'm like, what do I do? I didn't, you know, like, I don't know. But eventually some of that subsided too. Like I, I had one time I did a show at a bar. And then after the comedy show was like karaoke. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to sign up for karaoke. I don't have to go home. Right. I already got on stage. Yeah, like, and I was like, there's already a few people here that know me. They saw me. And so I stuck around. And the next thing you know, I'm singing Backstreet Boys with Strangers. And I say, you are. Like, you know. <laughs> and I had a good time. And even from that, like, I didn't get anybody's number. I didn't, you know, I, nothing. It was just an experience with people. Like, everybody's always like, oh, you are got to hook up with them. or. I was just there and then all right guys later like that was yeah. fun maybe i'll see you guys again i don't know you know sometime next week <laughs> yeah this is also like facebook days barely there wasn't like i think instagram barely had started you know that was back when you post a little like fucking mirror pics on instagram or something you know camera. or you like or you just take a picture and then you're like sepia bitch what's up you don't know about that there's a filter yeah. what i'm so artistic sepia filter well, let's go back. Let's go back to that. And let's, let's, let's lighten it up. Um, you know, uh, you were telling me about college, about your transition from, you know, because you're because I think I was the same. I had friends here. I'm a local. And then going to college. But then you go to college. and You're like, wait, I don't know anybody. Yeah. You know, I think well, just living here in San Diego. You well, for me, I did elementary school. I finished elementary school. In me TV. too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I went to elementary too. <laughs> and so to me the whole I always like uh identity crisis mm -hmm. of being like oh fronteriza, yeah. it's I'm not here, I'm not from there and it's exhausting. I just kind of got <laughs> I don't know. Not that I got harder, I think it just stuck stuck with me throughout. And when I got to college, I started with my high school friends, you know, Compact for Success, going yeah. to SDSU. And How many people went from your school? Uh, I don't know, but uh, like my, my type group of friends, like we all went, like uh, five of us, I guess. Right. Uh, like four. That's good. So the first semester. None I, of my friends went. And it, yeah, I don't know. My friends were, a lot of my friends were older, so they had like, my friend was at USD, like he had, but he was already there a year. Yeah, I had a solid group of Southwest High School and San Diego State. And the first semester, I still had like my high school boyfriend. And by the time that second semester started freshman by year, by the second day, I was like, it's I over. <laughs> broke up with him. And then I, that's when I decided to join the sorority. Okay. And I just kind of like changed What's my sorority? life. What sorority? Alpha Phi Sigma? Sigma Theta Psi? SCP Say Hey? 
Who's out there? <laughs> Who's out there? It's not live radio. It's not live radio. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, hey, it's Dorma Live on the radio. What's up? That was the first one. I don't know if you remember. I, I used to have another live stream radio show. Remember, I had Julio. I don't know if you This is a oh, while I back. such a bad memory. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> I have a good memory, but it was also my life, so I remember right, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was initially from like stand up to that, I was used to like the reaction, you know? Because like funny. if you say something. Call it now, yeah, if you're out there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me see if you guys remember <laughs> this one. <laughs> can I pick a song now? <laughs> no. Well, anyways. So. Unbreak my I, heart. Once I started. Art Love. Oh. Uh, once you started college? Like, no, once I joined the sorority and I was like fully in, yeah. that divide of like my high school friends and my... They were still at state? Yeah. And none of them dropped out? Um, you don't have no. to say names, but... I don't think so. No? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, South no, was right. high. Good, good fucking college rate, college. good graduation yeah. rate, yeah. And Shout out to Senor Medina, South was high. Yeah. My cousin, he's a teacher. I don't know, I don't even know he's been playing. He's there. He's there now. Oh, Yeah. Um... And it wasn't even just high school, it was just like the kind of like TJ life because I still have my friends from elementary school. Like I still have like a really strong connection yeah. to like my TJ life. And that kind of just, you know, I kind of had to choose, not choose, yeah. TJ choose. life to me was a different thing than it was to you, I think. I mean, TJ life to me was Tangalu, okay. La Plaza. What was it? Oh, California, California. That was all sick when I was out there. <laughs> that was like the main song. Yeah. Like... So, well, so you had like friends. And... I had like I had yeah I I still I think I still I still do. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, how does that play out in in a in an early world though? And like, there's no yeah, there wasn't no Snapchat and like, how do you keep in touch with these people and teach it? You didn't have a There's car, always, you were... I always had a car. You always... Privileged. You were fucking 12 <laughs> driving a car. Car, go Oh, you had uh, Sentry. Yeah, since I was in fourth grade. Yeah, <laughs> like one of the okay. most important things in my life. Yeah, okay. I have Sentry now and I didn't have it. I oh. actually have had global entry. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I had an issue recently. It was... Oh, my God. Well, it was... We'll it was get into that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I told you from the beginning. I'm gonna... I'm ADD. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me keep you on track. Talking about my yeah. divided border life. My my therapist, when I was doing it on Zoom, like during the pandemic, he'd be like, "Hey, what are you?" Because I'd be like looking out the window, like <laughs> is somebody passed by my window. My window's in a weird no place. No wonder you try to close. <laughs> yeah, I was like, my window's in a weird place, and, and and if somebody, why is someone passing through my window? Like this is weird. Why are and so I'm like, What? Why is somebody outside my window? So anyways, okay. Anyways, border life, gang wars, border wars. Um, Your point was like the transition, and now you're in the sorority, and well, then your friends hate you, and you're like, whatever. On Wednesday, on Wednesdays, we were yeah, pink. You got it. Then, yeah, exactly. Five. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped. No, well, even now. So I was living in TJ. I lived in TJ for three years. I just moved okay. back. Okay. Okay. Um, like in March. And so even that was a transition, and it's. So, yeah, literally. Literally, <laughs> like, and mentally and culturally, like, you don't think about it. It's just across the border, and it's like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. I come and go, and it's whatever. But like living there, and like, now I'm like, I don't even know what I'm trying to get at with this. But it's just like my whole life has been like half and half, 
And even though I had a hard time transitioning, like living in TJ, and I even had to coming back here again, it's like it's right across the well, border. At least, well, you're literally right across the border, your but, family, and you know. But. And you know, and I've been back and forth my whole life, and I still have family. But to me, like here, it just feels like home, and it feels comfortable, and it feels safe emotionally, and, you know, literally too. But emotionally, yeah. more than anything, I'm just like, no, this is where I need to be. Um, I learned a lot from my time here, but yeah. No, it's a, and then in, I mean, at least you speak the language. You know, I have a friend that lives in TJ, and she's fucking white, oh. and I'm like, ooh, like you know, and she's very like. I feel like she's, for lack of a better term, I guess, daring and just open, you know? I'm like, man, that would be tough, you know? Like, I mean, yes, like you said, it's just right across, but it's still tough, like, it's just to navigate, right? Navigate around and, but it's, it's since it's a border town that most people, you know, can understand something, some type of English, you know? Something. You know, yeah. help you out. Um, one thing I did that I was, that I w- had in mind about talking before that, that I've always noticed that I don't have in my family, but I feel like your family, you're very close knit, like your, your family, like your in imme- immediate family. <laughs> uh, I don't, I mean, obviously I know your family is just like, it just feels like you guys have a good energy. And like, even like, um, you know, like you're like, my mom doesn't know, like she, she doesn't know like, Oh, like maybe she'll know like a friend because I told her about him, but she, we don't have like a whole thing. Right. Like, like, Oh yeah, these are all my friends. You know them. You know who they are. You know their parents. Like, like you're saying, yeah, you have these friends that you've had for so long that there's the whole relationship there with your parents too. Yeah. For me, even growing up, was very like, like, oh, that's the old people, and this is us, you know? Because like in college, there was people that were like, oh, my mom's coming to visit, or my dad's coming. Yeah, let's go to the bar. I was like, we're at the. I'm like, we're at the bar with your dad, bro. Like. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, ah, like to them, it's like something super chill. I'm like, no, like this doesn't happen. Like, you know what I mean? There's no Mexican dad just chilling at fucking sidebar with you. Like, you know My what dad I mean? asks, he's like, he really likes like EDM and like house music. He's like, where are you guys going to take me to a rave? Like, and nobody, nobody else I hang out with likes like house music. You're, like, it's just real? Like, you that, yeah, oh, okay. that happened like last week because we were, we're just hanging out at the pool. And he said that he's Oh, like, he likes EDM? Yeah, like house music and... Uh, I don't know how what it. I mean, he's still pretty old school, like traditional. But I don't know what it would be like for him to actually be in like an EDM festival. To go to a rave. <laughs> to go to a rave. Dad, you, you gotta, gotta wear this. this. You gotta wear this tutu now. <laughs> you gotta wear all these candies on but, your arm. But yeah, I mean, because one of the things my my mom worked at my elementary school, so a lot of my mm. friends always like Miss Norma. Yeah, they still call her Miss. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So and even that's elementary, even with like my high school i guess that's just good for everyone well i guess what my point is is that your parents have at least created a good environment for, yeah you know for i don't see you guys but that's just, just you know for general yeah general. but you girls because it's just girls yeah, women. yeah. little women uh but yeah i just you notice those things right do you see kind of like the relationship that people have like with their parents like there's some people their parents call them they're like yeah yeah okay bye you know yeah. what i mean they're just kind of like what do you want? You know? No, I noticed today, well, again, because recently I was living, you know, in TJ for three years and I just moved back in with my parents. And I was just telling uh, this morning to my therapist, I was like, it's like those three years never happened. Because I feel like 
it just feels so comfortable where when I was still working through like just moving back, yeah. she's like, I know like based on what you told me, I know your family and I know this is a place for you to be right now because it's yeah. like a good healing place. Like there's some people where it'd be like, no, run, like don't be around, like don't be like home with your family yeah, yeah. for you to heal or be They're going to give you shit or something. Right. And Again, it's, it's been like a very seamless, smooth transition of just like my life. The nurturing yeah. environment. It's yeah, good nurturing and it's like equal parts nurturing and also like independent. Where now, my parents are young, you know, for parents they're, oh, my, uh, my mom had me when she was like 20, 21, my dad was 24. So they're still like, they've been in they're their They're trying like, to go to raves. Yeah, they've been in there, they're like, um boyfriend girlfriend stage for a while since you know me and my sister were you know going to college so they kind of have their own lives so it's not like they're like all up in our business or yeah they're just like okay we're gonna hang out roommates yeah (laughs) even that my sister and i joke is like now we're like oh like are they partying keeping you up i gotta be up in the morning you guys are always partying it's like no it's like like oh they didn't clean up after themselves. We're the ones that are complaining about like the mess in the kitchen or like things. Who's like that, that lady on the couch? Like, yeah, she's always watching TV or freaking shows. Um, or like okay, like I'm always doing laundry. You know, like things like that. Like now we complain about our roommates, which is our parents. Well, that was once. One time I had a friend that was like saying that she had beef with her mom and blah blah blah, and, all, and I was like, I was like, you know what? It, it sounds like you don't have a bad relationship with your mom. Because all the t- all the things you're talking about sound as like roommate issues. Well, Co-habit. she brings she she brings people over, and then if I bring somebody over, she's like, keep it down and blah blah. <laughs> I was like, it sounds like you would have a great relationship with your mom if you just moved out. Yeah, you know, that's true. You know, and it, that's just how it seemed like because it was like I pay rent this and that, but she tells me what to do. And I was like, yeah, just go go pay rent somewhere else then, and then you should be fine because it's like. She's like, you're like roommates, but then she's like, yeah, we're roommates, but I'm in charge. Yeah. You know? And so it makes, like I said, it's different with other people. Some people do need that space between them and their parents. Uh You know what I mean? My mom has never been in my business. You know what I mean? It's like I come and go as I please. Oh, there you are. Like, oh, yeah. Fucking, what's it called? Oh, (laughs) yeah. I was like, oh, I actually went to fucking LA. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I was in LA for the weekend. Okay. Like, you know? My mom. And I don't know if it's just part of like being a girl's like okay, like you can like do whatever you want. Like she was always like very like you know go ahead, but if you go somewhere else, just like let me know. Like just let me know where you are. And, like now we can share yeah. a location, which I don't think she checks because she's like don't end us. I'm like mom, like, just leave me up. <laughs> like, you know, stop texting me. But um, yeah, and I I think I do that too of just like checking in all the time. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I, I'm going here now. Oh, I'm terrible at that. Yeah, so everybody like, text me decide. when you get there. Oh. Again, it might just be part of like being. I don't. I mean, I think I'm just like. I think it's back to like me, like not accepting like fucking care, you know. Like <laughs> I'm worried about you. Tell me when you get there. Ah, I'll be fine. You know? Stop caring about me. Bye. I'm here. You know, there's a balance, right? There's like a whole balance of like. Like there's been, I've, I've been with girls or something that I'm like, oh, like I wish she would open up more. I wish she would give me more, right? And then other girls are like, ah, get off. Like, I'm just like, you know, so it's like in one in one side, you're the avoidant. Another, another side, you're the anxious. Like, oh, what the hell's going on? Why, 
You know, I want you to communicate. I want you to do that. And then, like, somebody else is like, like, when uh, I, I dated this girl, every time she would leave, she would tell me to make good choices. Bye, make good choices. And I would just be like, fuck you. Like, I'm be like, no, I'm going to go fucking do cocaine right now. Like, I wanted to rebel against just that statement. I don't know. It just... <laughs> it bothered me. Yeah, make good choices. I was like, no, well, I'll make choices I want. Fuck yeah. you. I don't make know. Choices. Okay. Yeah, so why do I make bad choices? Like, so I'm, for me, it's a whole, like, what do you mean? Uh, Am I not making good choices? Are you not a good choice? No, like, uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was just kind of like, I don't know. It just, I guess it just... It just rubbed you the wrong way. No, it, it felt, it, I guess in that sense, it felt condescending. It felt because I think like she, un, like she was with ch- children too, oh. so it made me feel like very like. <laughs> and then like she, oh. it's like like you know like I'm a dick sometimes, so like um, you know sometimes. Um, but she would she would be like, be nice, and I'm like, fuck you! I'm trying not to be nice. This is my yeah, goal. Right. I'm an adult. I realize what I'm doing. Walking feet, you know? stop running. Walking feet, <laughs> sit on your bottom. <laughs> I know all of this. <laughs> Use positive language, you know. Be nice, fuck you. I'm like, it just it would just trigger me to like not be nice. I'm like, yeah, don't want to know. Yeah. You know? You don't want to be your Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it was just that, like I said, from the place that it was coming from. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like a like a hey, hey. And I think that's a problem with a lot of a lot of um a lot of relationships too, right? And it's I'm not gonna say like especially, but women a lot of times treat their mate as their child, right? Like you need to do this and you need to do that. He's a fucking adult. If he's yeah. not doing the things you want to do, if he's not responding in the way you want him to respond, you let him know. But after that, it's like, you know these things. You're an adult. You're making your, the conscious decision to do these things that you want you to do. You know what? I do think we struggle. I'll just speak for myself. Of, um, for women? Or what were you going to say? Okay. <laughs> we, yeah. Women, you know. yeah. Uh, because sometimes, uh, I think it could either be with like the, depending on like, the, the kind of role we saw are like our mom maybe like kind of just like yeah, the, care, yeah, the yeah, caretaker yeah. of the role of caretaker as a woman like your, well, your parents like, relationship has a big and yeah because it, yeah, a little tangent with my friends we were talking about how well sometimes you know when i was living with my previous partner it would feel nice for me to like pack him a lunch and it's but it's that that was like a love language because i would see my mom always make you know like making lunch for my dad and like they have yeah. a really good relationship so to me that felt good um but then there is a line of like where's my fruit snacks <laughs> of like that are you just again are you going into mom mode on them um but what i really wanted to say that we struggle with <laughs> is the whole like again yeah you can voice like hey you know this is not working for me or like I noticed you're not doing this, this and that and like we agreed on whatever we struggle I show with just like letting them go if you know like man he's either a piece of shit or he's like not meeting you where you're at yeah. instead of trying to you know fix him or work on it or like let me do this to see if this works let that man go it's like well it's like way. also like codependency right like they say like there's high statistics that when whoever that codependent or that um, whatever they call it, whatever you want to call it, uh, enabler, uh-huh. the person who's like, you know, whether it's the, the wife or the addict or something, they're like, stop, why do you keep doing math? And they're like, you know, it's a whole thing, right? To when that person just goes, fuck it, I'm going to start going to therapy, I'm going to start going to the gym, I'm going to start tearing myself and worry about my life. The statistics are very, very high that that person is then the other person is then going to go and be like, oh, shit, they're not 
on my ass anymore. They're doing their own thing. They're taking care of themselves. They're, but the old, the, 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 the way that you don't want to do is that then people are like, well, I'm going to go take care of him so he can take care of himself. No, it's not with an expectation. Just go take care of yourself. Yeah. Just go worry about you. And, and even in between that, because then you can sometimes, yeah, you go and you figure yourself out and you're like, this isn't the situation for me. I figured that out, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh shit. Like, I thought that if I just go work on these things, they might come back and bring it to this relationship. But this isn't, this just isn't a workable situation. And it doesn't, it's worse when it's not bad, right? When he's not beating you, he's not cheating on you, or he's not, you know, or whatever it may be, you know, like those extremes are very like, hey, it's bad, leave. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like, hey man, like, like yeah, well, 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 the things that like are unhealthy, and I tell people about it too, is like, withholding affection isn't healthy and that's not cool either that's very that's a very like toxic thing to do right it's we're like i'm mad at him i'm not going to show him love i'm like no communicate that you know or or like oh he did this well he needs to figure it out it's just like well like he doesn't know that because you're you come from two different worlds right like to like you're saying you're packing a lunch you know and to me it could be the same thing like you pack me a lunch with a note says make good choices like, fuck. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck you. Like, you know, I'm like, it would, because like, no, of, wait, well, yeah, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm coming from like, what the fuck? You think I can't make my own lunch? Like, so it could be like, if we don't communicate about like, Hey, this is why I'm doing it. Well, it could come off yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's my point. Like, cause you're doing it with one intention and then they take it in a different intention. Right. So we're like, what, what do you think? I, I'm a fucking grown. I don't need you to pack my lunch. You know? And you're like, Oh fuck. Like, so it could come off a different way or be accepted a different way unless you really know those things and communicate you know well, going back to your point of like let's say there is that um problem of or you know those extreme cases of like oh well i'm gonna stop taking care of him so i can take care of myself like that's not extreme though well not it's not yeah. You should take care of yourself all the time. No, 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 yeah, you know? exactly. Love exactly. yourself. You no, know? no, no. Okay, so. Oh yeah, you should. There's, there's, you should. There should be individuals, and then the relationship. It shouldn't be like relationship norma, you know. And there's a lot of people like that, right? Where you never see them without their, you know. I don't think mate. that was my case, but. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying it has to be you, but I'm saying like we still have to have an identity, right? Um, yeah. You know. So, for me, leaving my past relationship, now I can see, you know, like. So many months later, uh, there's so many, uh, like, uh, layers? No. Things that I now realize, revelations. To me, leaving as, you know, hurtful as it was, like, it, it was, um, it was an act of self love. Like, because I was like, I love you so much, but I need to love myself because I'm not okay and I'm not, like, yeah, I just I. Well, when you put yourself to the side, then you exactly. So like, there's resentment, and there's like. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a resentful person. I don't feel. No, like but it builds. It's not re being resent. Like resentment is like within you. Not that you resent, but it, it builds that re even the resentment to, towards yourself. Like I put my shit aside. You know. You know. That was one of the. You know, the relationship was what it was, and whatever issues have been happened. But one of the things that I really had to work through was that part the okay kind of like forgiving myself like what did i allow what did i um where did i fuck up that's what you're thinking no where did i well, fuck you up? were right or you had mentioned that you were like oh what could i have done what did I, you know that's okay sometimes it means like well sometimes something i talk about is like in my on your podcast on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> in general catch me um, the free in radio latina. El radio latina um 
Puro madrazo. What was that even saying? Oh, saying yeah, like these things then. happen, like relationship norm, as you called her, which wasn't, maybe my focus was more on my partner. It wasn't like a black and white thing. It just happened overnight. Like it was such a gradual thing that once it was like towards the end, I was like, what happened? And how did I, like you said, put all my shit aside? And when did I stop focusing on what I want, what makes me happy and, and all this stuff? Um, that's my point is is over that time those little things like that's what builds the resentment right because then you're like like when you don't speak up i know maybe you're, you're, you don't, you don't like, like the word. word you don't like i could tell you don't it like that word it's not resentment but yeah but it's a it's when you and that that's one thing that they, they talk uh, talk, they talk about like on uh, some of the therapists and stuff that i that i work with and i you know like more in, in like conversation not as uh like therapy but um it's like when you feel that like slight kind of like I should say something or I should have, you know, hey, they told me this. I kind of felt bad, like, you know, maybe made me feel stupid. And then you don't say anything. And then it like happens again. Then it happens again. And then you're like, ah, oh, well, you know, and you kind of like let it slide for them. And there's a slight feeling. We won't say resentment, but there's a there's feelings that you're like kind of like. Like you said, it's going to it's going to build. Right. And then it becomes like, pick up your fucking dishes. And it's not about the dishes. Right. It's just like, you know what I mean? It becomes about those little about different things because it's been a build. It's been a build to a certain thing. And, you know, so not resentment, but a build, like you said, like a, a gradual, to slow me, moving. Coup, your, 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 you know? What's resentment to you, to me, it manifested in like anxiety in the form of like a pain in my stomach, not in my <laughs> stomach. I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as. But that's what it is. It's, it's your exactly. But it enables a lot of insecurity. Bury your feelings. No, your feelings don't matter. Bury them. Bury was, them. Yeah. And they ended up right there in your stomach. Oh my god! <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, my main, um, for the first few weeks, I was like, man, like I feel like shit. I'm so sad, but I feel so much peace. Like I just like that was one of the things that I felt the most. Those, you know, I feel so peace. And that was kind of like the revelation right at the beginning. It's like, fuck, like this sucks. But I, I, What's I don't have to think to? about anybody else. I get to think about me. One of the first weekends, I, I went to like walk around South Park. And I ended up, I like bought some food. And I ended up at the, at the park. And I was just laying there on like a blanket, just watching the like, sky for like, I don't know how long. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That was so nice. I didn't have to think about anyone or anything. I was just there existing, literally. And that was like one of the. That's where my feelings of like checking in come in, like where you know, hey, I'm here, you know. You're like, I'm like on a blanket you know, at a park. <laughs> or it's like, go, go, okay, tell me when you get home. I'm like, fuck that. I'm at the park, like, you know, or whatever. <laughs> what are you doing at the park? What are you like? I'm just here. What? Why? Just I'm just here, just staring at the water or whatever. I'm at the beach, you know. Yeah. Like I like going on drives too when I'm stressed or something, okay. or even just like. Eh, you know, drive up the coast or something, you know, yeah. and I just do that, you know, and I'm like, what's wrong? What's, you know, it's well, just like, then that just says more about them. Than well, yeah, but you know, people, people, you know, people do their, their thing. And it's also the, I don't think it's coming from a bad place, you know, and then like most people are like, um, you know, like people, a lot of people don't know how to like deal with their shit uh-huh. or, or they don't know how to like listen to other people or just accept. It's like, oh, are you sad? Oh, we got to cheer you up, you know, instead of being like, oh, you know, what's going on? No, no, no. We got to cheer you up, you know. 
I was talking to my friend actually on the last podcast about there's people with good intentions, but just bad advice, right? Yeah. They're just like, oh, we're like, oh, I just broke up with my girl or something. Bro, let's go get fucking drunk. You just got to drink and you yeah. just got to party and you just got, you know what I mean? It's just like their intentions are good. They're like, hey, let me go cheer my friend up, you know, like. That's their intention. And, it, but it's it, also because they don't know how to deal with all of the no, uncomfortable yeah. feelings of like sadness and heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Um, but for me, I was really intentional. Even just like I'm, when people ask you, how are you doing? You know, we just go to our default. Oh, I'm yeah. good. I'm okay. No, I'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. So, like really being honest about it. Like, try again, you know, trying to model for other people. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say that I'm good anymore. Yeah. But also in the sense of like, we also get into like a place of like, oh, I have to be sad. You know what I mean? Some people get into that default of like, oh, with well, this ended, I should, or you should be sadder, or you, well, why aren't you sad? Or it's like, well, I'm, de- I, uh, I'm, I'm mature enough now that I don't deal with my emotions the same way I did before. I'm just like, ah! you know, or yeah. I'm just on a rampage or that, whatever. I think for me, well, that kind of came later of like the whole, uh, oh my gosh, just said it and I lost it. Um, like when sometimes, okay, let's say, no, the relationship has ended, it's been a few months or like years, but you're kind of still holding on to the sadness because that's the last thing you can really hold on to about the relationship. Yes, 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 yes. So, so it's like you feel like there's still a part of you because, because you're like if you stop, if you, if you stop feeling sad about that, or missing that's that it, person or whatever, then, then that's it. It's over, but you're kind of like enslaving yourself to feeling like shit just because you don't want to let go and it doesn't mean like or somebody somebody like i think sometimes you hold on to shit and hold other people accountable right and somebody great could come into your life but you don't give them a chance because you're so fucking stuck on this person you know what i mean or whatever it is they did and it's just like oh well you know like if they come back or whatever and then like there's so many like fuck, there's so many fucking humans in this world. You know what I mean? Especially when you travel, you've been to you know different countries and stuff like that. You you see how many like like there's so like fuck, there's a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm worried about this one person. You know what I mean? Like, like there's got to be another one. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, like I, I just just for me because any like for me I'm like trying to like oh we let's let's try to fix this or. It's hard. It's it is it is hard, especially when, like you said, they're not meeting you halfway, or they're not. You know what I mean? It's like, what am I? You just fucking shake them. Like you, you can't. You know, it's like this is what this is what my needs are, which are valid. Yeah. You know, your needs are valid, and they should be instead of like, you know, and whatever they're going through. Whatever, what if you know they feel they fucked up, but they just can't vocalize that, yeah. and then you're just like, well. Another thing you kind of have to learn, or that I learned, is like you are not responsible for their feelings. Yeah, you know, because at least for me, you know, I still like love that person and care for that person. So fuck, I don't want them to feel sad, but it's like fuck, I feel like shit. Like you know, like by me not you know, like setting that boundary, like not like we can't talk anymore or whatever. Like that's gonna feel like shit to them, but that's not my problem because that's what I'm doing for me. Yeah, I need that to protect my myself, my emotions, my energy, everything. Yeah. So that's another thing I had to really learn. Their feelings are not boundaries. Yours to boundaries, because it's like, hey, this is we're in this position now. Like, it's not the same. It's not, you know. 
Yeah. You can't do the things you did before. You can't, you know, and it's, hard. it's a transition. Life is, you know, and then like, then you go back and you're like, oh shit, like, what about my career? And, you know, I remember one time I had like this, you know, I was just, you know, obviously tripping on somebody. And then I literally like, which I'm not, I never do. I missed a call. Like I have, I work, like I have calls on my calendar or clients or whatever. Literally, like I get, I get fucking notifications and everything and I was you know just still working i guess and next thing i think my boss was on it too and he was like we're in the same like in the same office like separate but he was like i think it was like an hour later and i saw i was like oh shit i saw the call and then he was like oh i took it he was like yeah I, you just seemed out of it or whatever it was like I was like, dude, my bad. Like, I felt so because I was just not me. Yeah. That I was like, what the fuck? Like, how did, how was I that space? You know what I mean? And a lot of people take it as their own too, right? Like you're saying, like, oh, like I heard him and this and that. To some extent, you're like, well, if you if you worry about that, then then you would have the you know, and then communicator like, hey, so, you know, whatever. But a lot of people just like want to walk away and then be like, ah, oh, feelings, fuck, let me run from this, you know, like you know, so. <laughs> like all around the feelings. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing. Like you said, it's it's not also not also learning to like. Okay, I gotta, I gotta pick up the pieces. I gotta, I gotta keep moving. Oh, you know, yeah. instead of just like. Blah, and I mean, then he said. And then and no, and that's another too. You know, like do that however long you need to, but don't get stuck. Well, there. no, yeah, there's a prize, but I'm saying like, oh, you know, God. like, why did he do? You know, Ask him, I don't know, you know, like some people want to live in those cycles. Some people, I, you know, some people are afraid to afraid of the unknown, you know, what else is out there? Well, am I going to be able to be vulnerable with somebody else? You know? Right now I'm kind of in the process of redefining what it would be like or what kind of relationship yeah. I would like to be in. Yeah. Um, what is, um, and I, when, when did, did you start going to therapy after this or you've always gone to therapy? Um, or? I started going to, like three years ago. Okay. So I, I started, uh, my sister was going with her. So I decided to move in with my my then boyfriend and I was like I had something I really wanted to do but I was having a really hard time like with the transition like you know like they're like moving out moving to TJ like I was living yeah. here in San Diego so I was like hey I want to do this but I'm having a really hard time so she helped me like walk she like work through some stuff and kind of be like okay we're well, gonna be sharing space whatever so we so that she helped me with the transition there and then after like the first few months I think I would just see her as like a like a as in in as needed basis whenever I had a crisis or like a big fight or something yeah. I was like hey this is happening and I don't know how to handle it and then when she was hitting the fan earlier this year I was like hey I think we're gonna need weekly visits yeah. <laughs> for like uh, and so we have so I started indefinitely her, indefinitely now I see her two like once or twice a month kind of like checking in yeah uh that's what i always tell people i feel like it needs to be like maintenance it shouldn't be like i have a crisis help me fix this because if you're going along the way you're going to be fine right like you're, when the crisis does hit it's not going to hit as hard 
Yeah. You know, because you're like, you have the tools and you're like, oh, he's talking about this, and, you know, or whatever. Because you have that those consistent check-ins. Yes. You know. Yes. So I saw her this morning. I was telling you earlier. Okay. So that was my maintenance for yeah. <laughs> September. So you had your oil change this morning. Uh, I did. So <laughs> I have, you know, first week of October. Um, yeah. What what other things do you do? I mean, I know that like you do like yoga and stuff like that. That you're into those things and reading and which I think are I think a lot of people don't right. They get into like just like this is my life and uh, whatever. Like they don't try new things. I guess. Yeah. You know. Well, I think I I don't do yoga very much anymore. I I think with the I was teaching. I got my certification and stuff. And then the see, pandemic. See the way you set that up though it was like yeah I don't really do yoga. But I was a teacher. <laughs> and I was kind of thinking, I was like, this might come up because I feel like that was part of like my uh, outside perception to people. Like, oh, like Norma does yoga. Such <laughs> and a hippie. I did. <laughs> and I She's was consistent in my practice for a while. And then the pandemic. Well, you had like classes. Exactly. You, were, yes. you were trying to recruit. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. It was part of my yeah. outside perception or identity. Also inside. Inside, I guess. Yeah, was, you were. Yeah, yeah, and I was. I, it was a I big was party. Doing it at home, like for a while, but then it, it gets old. It gets boring for me. It was like at home, like at home practice, like by yourself. Really. I think a lot of the times, kind of thrive in like a community mm. <laughs> space or like you don't meditate? collective. I'm working on it. So let me get to this thought okay, first, and then I'll get to that. And as I. You know, as for many of us, I think this past year has been kind of like very reflective of like, okay, well, how was I living and how do I want to move forward? Um, what if we all die? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and with my yoga practice and teaching of yoga, I started following a lot of people on Instagram, just like other like teacher friends that talk about like um, westernized yoga, which is what a lot of people teach and what we mostly see. And like social media, which is all like yeah. those super hard poses, yeah. very fit, you know, white women and things like that. So that kind of started to, I'm like, okay, uh, the term they use, I'm like decolonize yoga. I'm like, what is the real purpose of this? What's the. Like from Yogananda, the, like the old school, what's his name? The Indian guy? What was his name? Like many, yeah, there are so many. I, I think there was a main, I saw the, I always talk about the, uh, what's his name? Bikram. The yeah. Creep. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. this really like if there's this really good podcast. That's the one that kind of also got me started on like the like. Hmm, let me reevaluate how I want to do this now. It's called Yoga Is Dead podcast, and it's like these two. Uh, I think they're Indian American women, and they are teachers. But there's kind of like I don't know. Their practice is not what you see. Like mainstream yoga is like Yoga Journal, all the yoga brands like Lululemon, Aloe. I think they're trying to be more inclusive, but all of that got me thinking about like, what do I want to put out there, you know, for other people to learn? Because I was noticing that in my practice, I'm like, oh, I'm just saying this because I heard this other teacher say it, but I really don't know where it comes from or what it means. And I wasn't comfortable with that, like sharing, kind of like, um, what is it? I don't know, continuing that chain of... But then you would have to kind of just educate yourself too. Exactly, to know yeah, what... so I don't think... I do stretch <laughs> part of the physical aspect yeah, of yeah, yoga. Yeah. I well, even that. if, I mean, it doesn't have to be in your practice, but in, or in, in, in your teaching, but as, you Personally. know, as, as your, yeah, as your self-care or whatever, 
you know like what do you because you obviously go to therapy and i'm like because for me i try to meditate like every night i try i think it helps with my sleep and stuff and just kind of like um my my therapist had made it which is a, it's, it's a great it's a great tool um and i'll i want to share it like in detail so people can try it like if you're anxious like to set like an anxiety hour mm-hmm. right so, I just learned about that. Right? Yeah. The schedule of time. Yeah, schedule of time. Yeah, yeah. And so you set like, okay, every night between 9 and 10 or whatever, 9.30 or 9, 9.30 or something, that's going to be the time where I'm going to think about like whatever's going on. And, and sometimes you sit in there, right? And you're like, man, this is, this is like stressful and I'm blah, blah, blah. But other times it's like maybe at lunchtime you had a thought, an anxious thought. And you're like, no, fuck that. It's got to be at 9. It's got to be at 9. Yeah, I got to do it when I get home. Set it aside. I'll think about it then. And then once nine rolls around, you know, that's the trick. And you're like, oh, you fucking tricky bastard. I was like, you know, and someone's like, oh, I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have the same weight now, um, you know, that it did at noon right. when I was freaking out about it. Or whatever. No, no, no. Anxious hour. I'm going to fucking have a blast. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Live, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm just going to get all anxious on that hour. And so it's like having those tools. That's what I'm saying. Like, to those coping mechanisms, yeah. right? So we're like, okay, I got to do this. and and the thing that always comes up right is like it's weird that's why it's called weirdos only because it's weird like i would do yoga just like you know just whatever breathing exercise whatever and my mom was like going through anxiety and i was like oh i'll help you do some poses and just breathing and just because now it's physical too right you're getting your your heart pumping and breathing exercises just like get you (laughs) you're like you know it's a whole nother thing so my mom was like, oh, como sabes yoga? I was like, I don't fucking know. I'm just teaching you a few poses and just telling you to breathe and uh-huh. I go and, you know, but when I was doing it, I was like, oh, you're so weird. You do this yoga thing, you know? I was like, yeah. I was like, I, you know? Yeah, I was like, I was thrown into it too. It wasn't like some, you know, I was like, oh, whatever. If it helps, whatever. I don't care what helps you, you know? And there's so many unhealthy things that people do, you know what I mean? Yeah. That they, oh, well, you know, because it makes me feel better it's just like well this isn't harming anybody it's, right you know you think it's weird because you don't try it you it's, don't... it's uncomfortable for you there's something yeah in you. yeah um, yeah and i my job focuses a lot on like mindfulness and mindful self-regulation so i do do that throughout the day at work and i'm working on establishing kind of like that practice at night where um, it's funny, we just had a training this week, and the trainer was like, I had to reframe exercise for me, because with the whole thoughts of, like, all or nothing, like, oh, if I don't have time to work out for an hour, like, I'm not going to work out. So instead of, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, be like, well, you can work out for 20 minutes, that's still better than nothing, and you're still going to feel good. Yeah. So she's like, now I work out every day. Some days it's for 10 minutes, but I work out every day. So that kind of yeah. made me like... Well, even like the other day, I was really tired. Intense. So I, I so, think I only meditated for like two minutes because I was really like, oh man, <laughs> I'm really dozing off here. So I was like, oh, but I meditated. So that, you yeah. know, like check it off on my like calendar. Um, I feel like you're also, what happens is you're hard on yourself. I'm not focusing. I'm not, but that's part of the meditation, right? It was like, yes, there are thoughts there. Shit comes in your head. You can't just like, it depends on the practice, but sometimes it's like, no, you're not supposed to think about anything. But other times, like, there's, like, different ones that are, like, accept those thoughts. Yeah, you let know? them and, go. And then just be, like, peace. Like, like there was another one that was, like, thank your thoughts. Thank you for that. 
<laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for that little bit of anxiety there, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Brain. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on from uh, this little anxiety, but thank you for coming along. You know, see you at yeah. nine. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you. And then at nine, I'm like, fuck that fool. I don't need him. You know? Exactly. Um, Do you have any questions for me? You know, any, <laughs> any, you know? What does your morning routine look like? <laughs> I'm a terrible morning routine guy. I actually just recently got better at like going to the gym in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I'm terrible at like waking up and I'm like, ah, let me get a little bit more sleep. Mm -hmm. you it's know? always been like a nine hour. Yeah, I was doing stand up. It was always at night too. Yeah. So I just got used to it. And then I worked in and out and I was always working at night too. You know, I was, I was always the closing shifts and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I've gotten better at like, you know, getting up in the morning and like you said, like kind of exactly what you were saying. Like some days I'm like, man, like I'm not feeling it. Like, you know what? I'm at least go and do a little a brisk walk on the treadmill, 15 minutes, hit the sauna a little bit. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like I got, I got. You never regret it. After yeah, that. yeah. I got a little blood pumping. You got the sun in your face. You go home, take a shower and go to work. You know, I just don't like the whole like, I don't, I've never I don't like the whole like fight of like morning people, night people. I'm like, whatever fucking works for you. I don't, you know, yeah. um, what I have read is a, like a lot of, there's a lot of research of like people that wake up too early, like how it affects you of like, you know, if you don't, don't not getting enough sleep. And I know I, I saw it within my mom, my mom worked a really early shift for a long time. And it, as soon as she switched that, it switched her whole life. Like wow. as soon as she was like not waking up at five in the morning every day, like, you know, like, oh, I do this. Uh, great. But you also have to kind of take into account of the other things, right? Like, is it affecting your mental health? Are any of your relationships suffering because of certain things that you're doing? Um, I know one thing that we just had a discussion with a friend of mine was like, like birth control, right? Like girls make this joke of like, oh, well, you know, I'm getting depressed. I take this pill just so you can have a couple extra pumps. Blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> oh like that's, that's how you never seen that. You know, I take this pill that changes my whole hormones, <laughs> and then I'm just kind of like, then don't. Right. That's your choice. Yeah. You know, you because of you, because of you, because you just want it. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, don't do it. Like, you know, because if it is, like, take care of yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, and look, this could open up Pandora's box <laughs> on, like, contraception or whatever, you know, oh, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, like, if it is fucking with you, like, hey, I need to stop right. this. I need to stop this pill. I need to stop this medicine. Or, it's not the you only know, I don't, I have, I don't know, like, like something like, for example, like antibiotics. A lot of times don't fuck with your body. Right. So then you have to kind of like, oh, fuck, I should, try, I should look for alternative measures. And I was just talking to my friend about, she's saying, I'm allergic to this and I, this comes up. She's like, I'm just going to go vegan. And I was like, listen, I get what you're trying to do, but going vegan isn't going to solve your issues. You need to figure out what the issue is because meat could be very, maybe very good for you. Maybe going to, to another extreme could be worse for you. Uh -huh. So you have to figure out. And I was like, I, I, I hate, I don't, I hate to be the one to tell you, but it's not gonna be fucking easy because they don't make it easy for you to learn about your diet, right. to learn about food, what's in it, what does this. And then what maybe you eating a steak is different from me eating a steak because I feel great or something because of the way my body processes it uh -huh. and everything and where it goes. And to you, it's just like, oh no, my fucking, this goes up and you know, my digestion gets all fucked up. That's fine. You figure yourself out. Same thing with everything else, you know? Yeah. yeah. I was just I, thinking about the, well, like the whole, like the diet thing. 
The what? There's, oh, that, yeah, there's yeah. no like one size fits all. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, just go yeah, keto. Like you said, with that, go. I know. They're just yeah. fads. Yeah, I there was a on Joe Rogan's podcast. This lady, she was um, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, and she's like, if if you look her up, it's uh, Found My Fitness. She has a website, and she she's a lot on on, on chemicals. She does a lot about like omega threes, and I, because of her, I take a lot of omega three now. Uh-huh. Like it's just, it's really good for you. Just all a bunch of things, and so she taught. She's like a scientist. She's actually in San Diego, um, and she taught, She said that she was doing keto, and she was like, "Most people who are doing keto are not doing keto," because she's like, "I'm a fucking scientist, and I am methodical about this shit. I'm measuring my shit, everything, and I'm making sure I'm in ketosis." She was like, "I'm consistently out of ketosis, like kicking myself out." Like she's like, "It's so fragile." She's like, "This is really hard if you're actually doing it right." He's like, "Most people who are doing keto are just uh-huh. doing a low carb diet. Yeah, they're not really." in ketosis or not really you know maybe at one point they are whatever but throughout the day you're like you're going on and off unless you're really like she's like you have to eat fats and she's like she's like i'll kick myself out of ketosis for eating too much kelp and it's a good thing it's a good but she's like but in ketosis she's like i'm not in it so it's just this whole like like i said like fads like i'm like you know like oh i'm in this diet and blah blah blah. Eh. you know like what works for you and where are you happy like where where do you feel good you know the main yeah like mentally where you you know what is what works for you i'm losing weight you're all dizzy (laughs) yeah (laughs) you seen that episode i don't know if you watched the office no oh boo there's one where like they're trying to they're trying to lose weight and one of the girls uh kelly she like she eats like a worm with a tapeworm or Uh whatever and she's all like fucking like (laughs) All like looks like shit. She's like, I'm gonna look amazing. <laughs> like, you know, it's like why? Like, it has to be sustained. I guess is the the my moral of that story. Mm-hmm. Can you sustain this? You know what I mean? And this diet that you're doing. Good. And does it feel good to you and for you? And also, don't fucking beat yourself up because you went and had a cheeseburger. Right. Oh my god! Like you're super anxious. Oh my god! Like this is the end of the world. That's it. I've you heard. Know? You know, um, they're like, oh. The intention, oh, what is it? Yeah, like the intention behind the foods you eat, like also have a lot to do with how your body processes. I've heard that too. So like, like when you eat, eat guilt free, and it's gonna be like oh, amazing. For some <laughs> reason, I don't know if it's. What another thing I heard is when you cook it, like because it's a whole process of you instead of you just going to Jack in the Box and buying the food or whatever. Right. Like yeah. you're like you. There's a whole. There's a process of like it's the. It's like when with men. I mean, you're not a man, so. Um, but like, like men grilling, like, like, uh, um, like uh, they talked about, like when you go and you hunt, um, right? And I'm not a hunter. I, you know, I mean, I, 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 I think you're it, like, I go to the grocery I think store. It would, I think it would be cool though, right? To, like that whole, cause like, you know, I mean, you go like to Mexico, right? And you see them fucking like, oh, it's a pinche gallina. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. you see it, like that was a chicken like, and you had to like, table. you had to go and grab it and you had to like do the whole thing yeah. to eat. And it's a whole, you know, we're, we are animals, you know? And, it might also tie in with like the whole piece of um, like gratitude of like, you know, I think it was also like the Native Americans. It's like if, they, if we're going to or not in many cultures, they kill the animal. You think the animal for their sacrifice. It, you yeah, eat yeah. every single part for whatever reason you, you know. Yeah, you do think. Different yeah, things, yeah, yeah. But you don't waste it. And, yeah. And that's. I don't know. We live in such a wasteful. Yeah, you think you think. I know they definitely do that. Like they always think the buffalo for its sacrifice and yeah. blah, blah blah. You know. And because like with you, like oh, like um, 
grabbing the chicken or whatever like you're connected to this animal because you've been with it since the beginning <laughs> of the process you know yeah it has feelings i'm not getting into that i mean i have people i have friends that were vegetarian or vegan and they just ate a bunch of like cheese or you know what i mean like a bunch of like pasta. yeah oh let me eat the snickers let me yeah a bunch of pasta a bunch yeah. of a lot of carbs you know a lot of that beyond meat shit where it's like well you don't know what's in that either no like problem. you know what i mean yeah it's just like yeah. so i don't know i just feel like well balanced whatever works for you like i said cooking also you know what the hell i put into this meal mm -hmm. i put a lot of salt in it i put less salt in it because i don't want it to you know what i mean yeah you know, or you put a different type of salt, you know? Salt yeah. Salt <laughs> Hey, a steak? What's a steak? Have you ever seen um, um, Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat? No. It's on Netflix. I don't know if you have Netflix. Yes. Okay, so it's it's really good. Because basically... Huh? Is this show? Yeah, it's just like, it's Salt, oh, okay. Fat, Acid, Heat. So there's four episodes. Okay. Um, I think the fat one, the fat one's really good because it's, it, it, I mean, personally for me, it's in Italy. She talks to Italy and they talk about olive oil and talk about, oh, you know, fat. yeah. So they talk about, so basically they say like cooking is those things. That's it. That's cooking, salt, fat, acid, heat. And then you, you move those, you move all those, 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 yeah, the balance of those things. Cause like. If you know you add heat to something, if you add more heat, it's gonna change it. If you add more salt, it's gonna change it. And if you add more fat, then it's gonna, you know what I mean? And then acid. So like like tomatoes, tomatoes the acid. Then you add a little salt to it, right? And then you heat up the tomato. Now it changes it, right? If you boil it, it changes it. If you if you put it in the oven and you put it with oil, and then it's gonna change it, right? Now so it does all. That's kind of like the basics. If you learn though that part of cooking, you can understand that as long as there's a balance within that. Like, oh, this needs to be balanced out with a little bit of salt. Yeah. You know? So, um, wait, what was I going to... Oh, so it's like, she talks about kind of like, you know, like how how you have to balance out those... I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I was saying, actually. Never mind. Just eat a balanced diet that feels good to you. Yeah. It's just kind of like you have you have an ownership, right, of it. And you, 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 you see what's going into it, mm -hmm. right? I don't know. It, it 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 feels different, right? And it's a you have in there's 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 love behind the meal, right? And I think if people that cook understand that. Yeah. You know, like that. Oh, and I know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I know what I am eating, and, and it's I just don't get me wrong. I've cooked some meals. I'm like, oh my god, like, fuck? I <laughs> fucked this up. Like I put too much salt, or you know, too much yeah. fat, too much acid, and blah, blah, blah. no, you know, little things like that. But you along the way, you, you learn and. You're taking ownership right in your food. And then when you go to a restaurant or something, you're like, oh man, like this carbonara that I'm eating, I know it, you know, I mean, carbonara is not too hard, but I know what it takes to make it, to right. make it right, you're to make it in, in a good, in a good sense, right? Because that's again, then you're regulating the heat. Because with carbonara, if you go too much, then it turns into a fucking bunch of egg and you're, you yeah, know, yeah, so. yeah. scrambled the Yeah, yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's a balance, right? It's just like, oh, where do I, where do I play? And then, we lay it back life is a balance Self right love. <laughs> yeah life is a balance it's what do you do what when do you go hang out with friends and when do you you know you always hear those people are like no offense to you or whatever but it's like sometimes they're in a relationship then they come out and they're like what's up like they're like not in a relationship anymore. let's go do this let's go do that and you're like bro like we 
we got shit going on, you know, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or like, where have you been? Like, you know, why can't you, why couldn't we have hung out before? I don't get why. If we are good friends, like, well, you know, I was focused on, but we could have still hung out. Right. Like that's, that's my point to like where I was saying before, if I'm at this thing, I don't care if I'm with somebody or whatever, if you're my buddy or come by, what the fuck do I care? You know, or if you're somebody I'm dating and you see I'm out with friends, you don't know them. I'm not, I don't have anything to hide. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on by. You know, like, oh shit, my wife's here. <laughs> you know, scram. <laughs> so, leveled out. Leveled out. We're leveled out. I don't know. You know, that's why I opened it up to you for questions. Okay, oh. question, okay. question. I've been asking this one. Most people haven't. Been. Anyways. Okay, you have to, would you rather, this is a would you rather. Oh, <laughs> would you rather. Uh, would you rather go back and change something with what you know now? Like change something, like change something that happened in your life, change it, or would you rather look into the future to something? I don't, I wouldn't want to change anything that happened in the past. I don't think I would do that. Like. With what you know now. Exactly. No. No? I think I'm in a really good place in my life. And that's not the would you rather. Then you would rather. And then, I, and if, and I then look, if so, if then I what? If I look into the future, then I'm kind of thinking of like, well, I could uh, connect that to like man manifesting. I was like, if I look into what I want, you know. Maybe. But that's my point. It has to be a specific thing. What do you want to look into? Like, not like, what? oh, yeah, I'll look into the future. Oh. I'll let you know. <laughs> no, I was like. Would you rather, and then what? What would it be? And then if, if would you rather look in the future, and then what are you looking into? Oh, okay, getting specific. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. I'm having trouble just living in the moment, and I'm trying to be present. That's the whole thing. Yeah. The, I don't. I don't know. That's the one you picked. That's what I'm saying. I know so. because I know for sure I wouldn't want to change anything that happened before, even with with what I know now, because I know that what I've learned, I'm just gonna make. I'm gonna make good choices and move forward. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah, go. Okay, this is your. It's my time to go shine. Ahead. Yeah, go. Uh, no, I don't know. I wouldn't. Not say, pick another question. <laughs> <laughs> I'd you not ask. Okay, then I gotta <laughs> ask you the main question. Then you haven't asked. When was the time you felt like a weirdo? A weirdo, oh man. Um. <laughs> like, staring looking, at you. Are you looking at? You sure? I feel like a weirdo. I don't know. A lot of the times I hang out with um with my friends, where I feel like since I'm going through this phase of like self discovery, <laughs> like kind of like who am I after yeah. this relationship? Like, are you guys not doing ideas. this? Yeah, I'm like so. What if we try this? Um, I know I've been like in certain circles where. You have these discussions, like you said, about your feelings, something there with, like, he's so sad or something. I'm like, no, I'm just, or, or like, I've, we'll have, like, I've had discussions with friends that are very open, right? And we're like, maybe in a group and somebody's overhearing and they're like, that, that, that's it. Like, guys, let's talk about something else. I was like, this is our conversation. Yeah. How does this affect you? Uh -huh. Let's just talk about something. We're not talking to you. We're like, you know. <laughs> But they're so triggered by the fact that you're just like, oh, it's not or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or we're talking politics or something. And we're having, maybe it sounds heated, but we're just like, okay, what about I this? What about that? What about this? What about that? You know, which I'm like, we're fucking adults. Like, 
I don't want to just talk surface level shit. It's just like, I like this color. Really? I like fucking trucks. Like, I'm like, yeah. which I feel like we do these days with a lot of people. There's not much substance, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of, I did, I did get tired of a lot of surface level relationships with people. Like, I'm like, hey, man, we're cool and everything, but what are we doing? You're what not are we adding anything? Yeah, what are we life. talking about? What are we, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's like, cool. I like that show, which is also cool, right? Like, just right, right. mindless shit. It's all acid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just mindless shit. Like, yeah, going through life, you know. But I'm saying, like, those conversations, I feel like that's those are times where, and that's one of the things that I like, you know, was like, oh, you're weird. Like, like, what do you mean? Why is it weird for me to talk about, like, my dad? Like, yeah, my dad passed away. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah, but the, can we talk about it or we can't? Like, we, I can't talk about it. Like, you're telling me you care about me, you're sorry about it, but you don't want me to talk about it. You know? Oh, that's weird. Because that make you think my dad. And then, like, yeah, I know, but. It's Basically, you know yeah it's like, yeah <laughs> but it's like wait so do you care or do you not care because you don't want me to talk about it you know what I mean like yeah so that that was one that was, those are times that I felt weird you know but is it like a no it doesn't have to be like oh my god it's so awkward like, oh, right god, now it doesn't have to be awkward it's it could like be different. yeah it could be different or you could feel or sometimes you feel like like say like you said uh with the sorority like you go back and you're like man i used to be those girls like i used to be the the young ones you know and now you're like this you're like eh, you, you, you guys know what you're doing you know like or you feel just like or you feel a little bit old you feel a little bit out of place or you know it doesn't have to be like you know like it doesn't have to be something embarrassing to happen to you it's just like you felt my point to the whole weird thing is like you go to that word very easily right oh this feels weird or or why did things end? I don't know. Things got weird with us, you know, because um, you can't like say, oh, there was issues with intimacy or issues with communication. Uh-huh. It's, you know, it just got weird. I don't know. We couldn't talk or whatever, you know. What's coming to mind right now is with the word weird kind of feels like out of place. Like yeah. when was the time I felt out of place? Yeah. And a lot of the times was uh, while I was living in TJ, hanging out with more of like my ex-boyfriend's circles. We, I don't know, we didn't really quite match up, like, our circles and, like, the things we liked and stuff. Yeah. So a lot of the times I felt weird <laughs> and out of place there, uh, which also kind of just, you know, reinforces, like, oh, maybe there, those weren't my people and, like, he wasn't my person, but, um, <clears throat> yeah. What? I don't know. I just, I'm not going to say hate. Well, I feel, I feel like it puts a bad connotation or on this whole, like, my person, right? Because that was my point earlier. There's a million yeah, people yeah, out yeah. there. Like, you know? You're right. It's just, it just wasn't mine. He wasn't it just was, it was the like, right you know, partner for me in the, at the time. Yeah, or whatever. But I, I just think that people think that the problem is that, obviously, you like you worked through it. And you, it wasn't like a, you know, a one-month thing or something. But, like, a lot of people are like, well, if, if this doesn't just all align, if we're not into the same things, if we're not blah, 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 then it's just not. Yeah. It's just not a thing. Like I'll it's just, you know, it's just totally like, transparent. And I said that word specifically <laughs> because I hear this other person say that a lot, and I think it just stuck with me. Yeah, that wasn't my person, so I just like you know started dating somebody. Else. Yeah, it's like let me just go try to find that fucking the, yeah. And I the, well, yeah the square peg that fits in. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't the right fit. No, yes, and, and that's what I'm saying is like if people are I'm just like. Just like People are thinking like, oh, when that right person comes on, everything's just going to click. I was like, no, because no. think of like your mom or your dad. You love them. 
but there's so much layers, right? And there's so yeah, much yeah. like you fought with them. You've told them fuck you. Yeah. Like there's a whole thing, right? There's like it's 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 an it's a whole relationship. One of the things, um, well, I was talking to my cousin the other day, and she was saying she's like, you know what? Like this whole thought of like dating to marry was so freaking like um, like hammered into my brain like throughout her twenties that she kind of missed out on other things. Well, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but that's like, kind of like um. With the thought of dating to marry you, you're more likely to maybe, I don't know, try to make something work that maybe isn't for you. And the other end as well, the other extreme, right? Because you get the other extreme too, is like, this isn't perfect. This isn't what I envisioned for me to be in my marriage or whoa, the person that I wanted to marry. The person I want to marry needs to be X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Like, cause I think there's, like I said, I mean, life's about polarity. So you have this side and you have this side. Yeah. Right. Have like, I'm just gonna make it work because I just need to get married, and you know, hey, every relationship has its issues. You know, yeah. like yes, but you know, that's kind of what you're saying, right? It's like you don't have to work through everything. Like you know, th there's some things that are like, hey, this isn't. Or maybe you know? like, fuck, man, I just want to date you because it's fun <laughs> and it's because I enjoy your company, right? Well, now. and that too, but I think that needs to be communicated. Yeah. No, this is where I'm at. I'm kind of just like, you know, hey, you know, all right, cool. Hey, you know what? But I think a lot of people are like also trying to define shit, right? What are you looking for? What are you like? Well, let's, 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 yeah. let's, let's take it easy, you know what I mean? And like, I don't know. Some people are very afraid of that that vulnerability too, right? And you know, just like being open. One thing I kind of opened up my um, mindset of is there's this. I listen to this other podcast and it sounds it says. Um, well, you listen to you listen to other podcasts and you, you know what? All right, guys, thank you for coming. Go ahead. No, se llama puto que lo escuche el Diego Drake. Sorry about that, guys. It's a very PC. It's a family yeah, show. She said eat a bag of dicks earlier. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is my show. This is <laughs> Anyways, but one of the I like it's I've been talking about it a lot, but it kind of does, and it's like a ten minute episode. They're super short. So he oh, you're said, saying long podcasts? Or, or, okay, so. <laughs> uh, he's like, uh, he said, like, no, yo no creo en almas Is gemelas. it like just him? Yes. Okay. Yo no creo en almas gemelas. Yo creo en tiempos gemelos. Like, I don't, you know? Yeah. And that just really stuck with me. Again, going back to the idea of really making this person be your soulmate. It's like, no, like, this person, people are mirrors all around it. So, like, what is this person that I'm with right now? Is what is this person going to teach me? Okay, that's what in I was going to say. For you, mirrors like them holding up a mirror to you. About myself. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, am I going to yeah. learn about myself being with you, choosing to be with you? And so that it gives, I think it's very liberating to just think like, oh, no hay almas que me There's not one person, like you said, for me. Mi media naranja, güey. No, yo soy una naranja entera, güey. Yo soy una pinche I like the kids. They're healthier, aren't they? I mean, it's, I think of... so many times, so many fears, right, that come into those same emotions of like, I'm trying to find somebody, this person's either not fitting the mold or, or I'm, it's just, it's just so crazy that people sometimes want to either move fast and they're like, they're like, this is going too fast or this, but this, you know, I'm thinking of you as like, are you somebody that I want to marry? But then you're saying we're moving too fast. 
you're like, wait, but you're thinking of marriage. Like, wait, but we need to slow down. Yeah. It's like, wait, well, then, then what are we, you know? And so there's a lot of, like, you know, miscommunication or just in the sense of, like you said, just, just being vulnerable, just being like, you know, hey, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Give me some, you know, let, yeah. let, let's, let's try to work through. And, you know, but I think that we can and just having that communication going forward where you can get to a place, right, where you can at least eat either part ways amicably or whatever but i think um one thing we were talking i was oh actually no never mind me it's not recorded with nisa but i'm, re- I'm releasing it later if we wanted anyways um we we're talking about kind of like people nowadays kind of doing like self-diagnosis right because i feel like gen z years are very like oh my god i have anxiety like my anxiety is acting up but it's like yeah you're just a little anxious you don't have anxiety I can show you somebody with anxiety. They can't even fucking walk into a room without like, God, like, you know, uh-huh. fucking like oh, twitching or, you know what I mean? Or something like they have severe anxiety. They need medication. There's a balance. And kind of that, that was the whole thing of like, a lot of people these days are going into these things, right? Like I'm depressed. It's like, oh, you're sad. Or they did have depression. Then they're like, but I'm good now. It's like, no, you need to address that. Like you really need to go and talk to somebody because uh-huh. if you were really in such a low place, like there's a there's a sadness and then they're like no you were in a low place and depression has comes and goes and you have to again continue that maintenance because or else what's gonna happen so you're gonna go to somebody and then it's just blah here you go yeah here you go fix this you know yeah the other person so anything any anything you want to add in here in the end from other podcasts I was just, no but podcasts. i mean that, that that's part of it too i you know listening to podcasts um you know i've had a lot of people say like oh i really like your podcast because it's very conversational i feel like i'm in the room and some and some like there's other like there's this guy i listen to is called huberman lab um and his is very technical his he discusses depression but he talks about you know uh, what was it anhedonia he talks about fucking like these all these fucking terms of like serotonin and and how you're telling me telomere length and you know so i try to learn about that stuff too so i could know the technical side of it but that's me trying to learn yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to listen like what this is like yeah just fucking yeah like put it on your talking kitchen, about fucking, like, oh, yeah 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 so you know so it depends on what you're looking for in that time right so that's a coping mechanism too i'm like oh yeah listen to this podcast and yeah. and sometimes it's a fun podcast other times you're like oh shit like they just dropped the bomb like you know that's a good quote you know let me, yeah let me put that on instagram you know? Tell everyone I know. Yeah, everyone. Must. That's another thing, though. It's good to. That's a good part of social media, right? Because you could share very positive things too. Yeah. Not everything's, you know. Social media is drama. It's like no, you're drama because <laughs> just an extension of you, you yeah. know. Uh, no, I guess I would just like to reiterate the whole like check in with yourself. Make sure you're taking care of yourself in whatever way, whether it's in a relationship romantic relationship or relationship with others your parents your siblings and don't be afraid to get weird yeah there you go (laughs) yeah that's good that's good yeah well thank you thank you for having me (laughs) thank you for coming on you know and uh norma durazo and thank you everybody for listening